back to cause and effect. It was a bad bill chasing a sign, uh, sound bite yeah. that ultimately led to this decision, right? It wasn't, we didn't solve anything. We have elected officials who went up there and said, okay, we're gonna pass House Bill 3. And they did it, and they didn't fund it. They knew it was an empty wasteland because they had an, ex an exemption form right yeah. out of the back. What is your What is your reason why you cannot comply? Yeah. Um, so that was built in. Well, the, that was one that was right is there. Funds. Yeah, but nobody was, has the funds. It was empty right out of the beginning. If you If you say, "Hey, I mandate this," unless you fill out this form and tell me why you can't yeah. adhere to the mandate. What What is that? Hey, this is the law. Unless you fill out this form and you don't yeah. have to follow the law. Well, but it's the same I, thing with, with SB 11. I know. That we passed in 2018. We watched the three individuals who were responsible for safety and security in schools in the state of Texas that I testified with. Meltdown. Two, yeah, complete meltdown. complete meltdown. It was like nuclear meltdown. Push the button. Yeah. Everybody melted down. Nobody had answers. You know why? Because no one gave a damn. They don't. And they, they didn't still want don't. And they still don't. They still you know? don't. And so, you know, 2022, after that, that um, testimony, the question was asked by the Senate, how many districts from 2019, when the bill was passed, how many districts had been compliant with their safety audit to see if there was any, even anything that needed to be mitigated throughout Texas's public education schools and less than 8% of schools even complied with the law. It's not a recommendation. This was the law that was passed in, as a result of Santa Fe. 800 schools. It, it was more than 10, that. 10,000. Yeah, it was, it was, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, but no one lost their job. But they got more funding. They got more funding and, and they got $50 million in shields, shields after Uvalde, right? Because that's what they needed. Yeah. But what, what's bothering me the most is that parents are not freaking outraged. Like, they're not informed. Get informed. Start asking questions. You know, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And it, this, this vicious cycle continues to happen over and over and over and over again because no one is being held accountable. And when I speak, they're like, oh, Mike's on his, on his soapbox again. Mike's calling everybody out. Yeah, you damn right I am. Mm -hmm. Because I and care. And unfortunately, unfortunately, everything that you're saying is going to be relevant again. Because oh, yeah. we're on borrowed time. It's going it, to happen it's again. It's going to happen again. It'll happen. It's on Mike, it's already happened. I mean, but, we're, you yeah. know, look at, look at David Reedman. Yeah. You know, I, I like to give David credit because yeah. he's doing a damn good job. David Reedman's got a, 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 a website. Yeah, he's a data scientist. Yeah, data scientist. Mm -hmm. I, I can't. Please forgive me, I can't remember the website right off hand, but yep. Google David Reedman. He's basically created a, a website that collects data weekly mm -hmm. on school shootings and violence in America. Yep. Week one of school this year, at Ooh. extracurricular activities, there was 11 shootings. 11, yep. I looked at this, this past week, mm -hmm. he put out another briefing. There was at least eight, yep. some homicides mm -hmm. on school campuses. Absolutely. But yet we want to talk about HB3 that's putting a guardian on a campus or an armed officer or a retired officer, when in reality, no one's looking at, before we even do that, do they even have a behavioral threat assessment plan in place? Do they have 
a, an emergency action plan? They Do they have an emergency operations plan? Does the person who's in charge of command and control even know what they're doing and are they qualified? The answer is in most cases, no. There's some very good, uh, very good programs out there, very good leadership. But for the most part, the answer is no. They don't even have the baseline of what's required and yet we're talking about putting more officers or more security officers in schools that does nothing to enrich the climate and culture of the campus. That you, is based in data and you facts. You say that there are some good programs out there. I, 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 I feel Compared like, to what there is. Okay, there okay? we go. Because I, I don't think that we've come across anybody who has their stuff together. I mean, the reason why you and I have jobs and that this continues to go on is that every time, it doesn't matter what facility we go into, we find some that have a piece of the puzzle, right? Yeah. M most we find nothing, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. just complete and total chaos. Well, like you said, they, some of them don't even have doors that lock. Right. And you so we, we have you know, some that we find out, okay, hey, that's a really good step, you know? And, 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 and it's surprising, right? Like we were at a, at a school uh, you know, recently and we were doing the walkthrough and, and they had built their own trauma kits and had them in every classroom mm -hmm. and had done training a couple times a year. And, there were larger med kits available, and it was one of those things that you're like, all right, hey, this is, this is refreshing to see. Yeah. We, we don't see this very often. This is something we talk about. Um, but then you talk about anything uh -huh. else, and that school was just like, didn't have anything. It's a complete, right? mess. It's a complete yeah. mess, right? And so we just, we just see this over and over and over again. And, it, and it's one of those things that we can keep passing this stuff, but until there's funding associated with it, and it's a requirement, and it has an independent third party that's actually out ensuring that it's happening. It's not going to happen. Well, you. But the problem is this too, and, and we talk. I, you know, it's like yesterday. I talked about. You know, I posted something on LinkedIn about. You know, the need for a. A systematic approach, right, um, of identifying kind of putting things in priority, right? Uh, but the problem is is that you have individuals like myself um, who were looking at things from a needs-based uh, perspective of, okay, let's look at what we can fix immediately that's low cost, uh, and then let's work our way down to you know, the caviar and champagne taste, right? If, if that's where we can get to, right? But the problem is is that you have individuals like myself who are consulting with schools or manufacturers <laughs> or distribution centers, corporations, you know, because we don't just do schools, we do workplace violence stuff too, right? Which actually has more cases than K-12. Than schools, yes. Yeah. But people fail to understand that. But what I'm getting at is that we're trying to go in with the best of intentions of addressing and fixing what can be done first with low cost, right? Because we know that a lot of these people or these institutions do not have <coughs> the funding, okay? But then you're dealing with massive corporations who are coming in and trying to sell <laughs> unproven products rather than solutions. We could do an entire segment on that. I this. mean, we could do a whole segment on that. And yeah. that is what's m most frustrating 
is that we come in with good intentions. We're working with these individuals. We're looking at long-term financial sustainability. We're looking at what's going to be upfront cost. And then you've got someone coming in, hanging this little shiny dangly thing saying, hey, look at my gunshot detection. Look at, look at my, look at Eagle products. Uh, you know, I need you to look at OmniAlert. I need you to look at, um, and I'm not, listen, I'm just saying these names because there's, that's what's coming to mind first. But, or look at, um, you know, look at this mass notification system or this cool app that I've got. And these people go, oh, that's so cool. You know, wow. And then they never even, or look at this, look at this stupid ass lock, right? That I've got. <laughs> and no one is ever saying, okay, before we buy that stuff, let's put together, let's put together a plan. Yeah. Like, let's talk about, in the event of a crisis, how are we going to evacuate children with special needs? Let's talk about how we're going to coordinate with local law enforcement to provide a perimeter or to identify where our reunification or relocation site is. Let's talk about how we're going to get them from point A to point B. Let's talk about how we're going to communicate. Or communicate in general. Right. Let's talk about emergency landing zones. Let's talk about where the perimeter is going to be set. Who's coming and why are they coming? What's their qualifications? What's their response times? Before you go buying into that nonsense. Well, and I mean, we've, we've met with so many people, right, who've come in and they're like, it, whether it's a big district, it's a, a corporation, or it's a, you know, a small private school. And one of the things that we start in the very initial meeting is that they're, what, what do you think about this? And, and I got this, right, and, I, and it's whatever, Product and you just look at them and be like, yeah, we're we're so far away from that. That's that's the icing on the cake, yeah. and you haven't even built the cake, right? <clears throat> like it's not even we're not even this isn't even remotely yeah. on our radar. Yeah. There are so many other things within yeah. this facility. We haven't even got the this batter the whip, last. baby, and they're talking about the icing. Yeah, they're talking about yeah. it's even worse. Man, sprinkles. sprinkles. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. it's like we got to whip the batter first, man. and we got to put the ingredients in so we can get that going. Right, and I'm not saying that products are bad because heck, we both know let's, your business let's save is this. this is a whole another topic because we could talk hours on this deal. It, it's it's gotten it's gotten bad. It's gotten worse with, well, with, with all a, this this you know federal money and this grant money and all this stuff coming out there. We've seen companies that just literally popped up, like you know Texas had the SPAT grant, the silent yeah. panic alarm. Yeah. How many? It, how much bullshit product? has oh, come yeah. out into the market. Oh my God. It's, it's as bad as COVID cameras. Yeah. You remember the temperature cameras? Yeah. Oh, we gotta have temperature cameras. Oh no, what about it, the, uh, the, the ion? Uh, uh, the air? The air, air purifier. purifier. Well, yeah. the, I, the, I like the COVID cameras as an example yeah. because I, you know we had a, a lot of clientele that called us and like, oh, well we need to figure out. And, and everybody's trying to do what they got. There's a ton of misinformation out there, but nobody was talking about it. I mean, we. We as a company went the opposite direction mm -hmm. and we took out a, a public, and this is really where you know, some of our online posting and, and, and marketing, and we actually spent real marketing dollars on getting the word out to our customers that COVID cameras were crap, right? And the stuff that was yeah. coming over here from China yeah. had a, a, a accuracy rating <laughs> 10 of degrees. plus or minus yeah. 20 degrees. You're 74 degrees. Yes. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're, you're 110. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. But this camera would have said that that was a normal range. Yeah. And people didn't understand that. And then there was a reference camera and it needed to be able to reference to get a true accuracy. Of, and, and, and there was so much 
trash that came out mm -hmm. and people bought them. Where were they at? When was the last time that you were in a building and you saw a temperature sensing camera? Uh, the last time I saw one was in Las Vegas in 2021. Okay. Uh, at a hotel. So. 2021. Well, what happened to all that money? We bought all, people bought all these cameras. Well, well I, I did and a, stuff. And I did an assessment at? for a local school district here a while back, and uh, I noticed these big devices and you know, you know, sporadically placed throughout the school, and I was like, what are those? They're like. Oh, it's our air purifier, you know, whatever the ion, you know, what was the, the something <laughs> the rays or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, how'd that work out for y'all? Yeah. <laughs> you had a higher COVID infection rate than we did, mm -hmm. you know, and we didn't have that shit. You know, because I was a school board member at a local district that was a neighboring district. This was another district in our area. And we had a little lowest numbers.